Thank you. Lovely to be with you today. And we should like to do a song to thank you for this song. We shall do it to thank you, if that makes any sense. The sense is that you made this song happen. You made all of this happen for us. So we should like to do a song for you called Rainbow in the Dark. What's up? different intro today but how you doing good what's going down whole ton is going down but before we get to that we'd like to remind everybody that commander cookout podcast is proudly sponsored by face2facegames.com canada's biggest magic store and we appreciate them for doing that and y'all for being here so much that we had we called up our boy ronnie james dio to thank you <laughs> so rjd he's in the house he's thanking everybody and uh, it's a little bit of a tie to today's deck it is. I like the. I like those sweet tie-ins that we do, like this time. This is the first time we ever did it. So, <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, what? Uh, do we want to read the commandy real quick and then talk about literally everything else? Absolutely, we do. Now I mentioned it on the pre-show that I don't like these cutesy commanders. Oh, I don't like them just because it's. I don't know. It just feels like you're trying too hard. But I'm going to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. Oh, today's today's list. The the guy who submitted it. He is the triest of hardest. And whatever we say, he's going to tell us that we're wrong. So just just go with it. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So Hakon Stromgald Scourge is a 3-3 zombie knight for Black Black 1. You may play Hakon Stromgald Scourge from your graveyard, but not from anywhere else. Uh, so if he's chilling so in your command zone, he's just chilling in your command just zone. Just chilling. Okay, got it. Next paragraph. As long as Hakon is in play, you may play knight cards from your graveyard. When Hakon is put into a graveyard from play, you lose two life. This is a bad card. It is a terrible card. That is awesome. Welcome to CCO Nation. <laughs> <laughs> I actually played him in my uh, Reaper King deck. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, why not, right? Reaper King, dude, just like spiked through the earth. Re ceiling of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all this five-color stuff in Modern Horizons is just driven reaper king and slivers crazy yeah we'll yeah. cover that in our probably our set review hey absolutely we will yeah anyways this hacken stromgold scourge list was submitted by patron of the show and friend of mine and ours ben fogarty or fen bog fen bogarty fen bogarty ben fogarty basic swamp <laughs> <laughs> he goes by any of those um fen is a basic swamp on tappedout.net uh, yeah, a fen is a swamp, Yep. and a bog is a swamp, and he's like, is my name Ben Fogarty? Is it Fen Bogarty? Am I a swamp? Am I a swamp? Fen Bogarty. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a swamp. And he's both. Swamp, swamp. We literally walked into a swamp, and we found this deck list. Pretty much, yeah. Yep. Yep. So, big shout out to Ben, Fen, Swamp, whoever you are. <laughs> we appreciate you. You mentioned the pre-show, and we've got a little bit of new members of CCO Nation. Maybe you can tell them where to find the pre-show and all of the other ways that they can find us or interact with us. Ooh, nice intro there. Uh, you can find the pre-show on our Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash CCO podcast. If, you if you're in a position to or feel like supporting the show, all the details on how you can do that are there. We are also CCO Podcast and CCO Brando on Twitter and tappedout.net. We are commandercookout at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with us through the new version of snail mail. Ah. Nobody sends letters anymore. You can also find us anywhere better podcasts are found, your iTunes, all those places. We're also CCO Podcast on YouTube. And you can find us now at our new home, face2facegames.com. Oh, is this, is this, is, this is a new place that we have to find a funny way to say .com? Yeah, we must. Damn it. Okay, next week I'll have a funny .com for it. Got it. But if you want to see a full or more complete list of all the places you can find and interact with us, you can look down in the show notes below here, or you can head to our official, official home on the entire internet, commandercookout.com. Uh, That's it. And commandercookout.com, .com, as you say, .com, as you say, <laughs> has a giveaways tab where 
Oh, Lord. Oh. Last night it showed up. It did. And it was a heavy box, man. Yeah, I've been working with a friend of the show and patron, Donnie Grave Vale. <laughs> and uh, he sent me a box of cards, like basic lands and stuff to paint, like to, to alter the art of. But in that box was an entire set of the dark. The whole dark. And nothing but the dark and all that other stuff. I robbed some of them on my face. I did. They were sleeved. They were sleeved at the time, but there was a Leviathan in there, and I couldn't help myself. I, just, oh, yeah. I rubbed my cheeks with it, it, and it felt good. It what, felt good. What a trip down memory lane, Oh, eh? dude, the art and the car. It's, this is the best prize ever given away by anybody anywhere ever. How, do, how does anybody win it? You head on over to our iTunes page or whatever you call it. You leave us a review and a nice comment. Help us come up higher in the iTunes EDH podcast search results. Get some more recommendations. Get more ears on the show. Or if you are have already done that or decide you want to just interact with people in real life, you go out and share the show in your real life or on the internet or however you like to share the show. Help spread the word. Send us the story of how you did it. We'll get you entered into the physical hat that either I or Ryan am wearing right now because we're both wearing hats. Either one of them will work. Your name will go in it. We're going to draw somebody out at the end of the arc. Somebody's going to win the dark. The whole dark. Also, if you head on over to our YouTube page, if you share a video there, like, subscribe, take a great big mango-sized shit on that like button, you'll get entered in to win a small bunch of cards out of the foil bag. Yeah, and our gracious overlords at face-to-facegames.com have actually given us an additional prize. Oh, yeah! Yeah, and Brando and I have to find some way to really show face-to-face games that CCO Nation is behind us. Yes. So if you want to head over there, if you're interested in winning that $25 gift certificate from them, you can head over, register an account. It takes like 30 seconds and leave a comment on any of our episodes there. Just say, hey, Ryan and Brando, good pickup or they sent us or what have you. And you get yourself entered in. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Yeah. So welcome all new listeners that have come from face-to-facegames.com. Welcome. This is CCO Nation. We are going to take some jank-ass deck. Or, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take a bunch of jank-ass cards and jam them all together and make a sweet deck. Absolutely we are. Not this particular arc. We're going to let you guys do it for us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right now. We're cashing this one in. You guys just send it in, and we'll try and put something together. We'll try and figure it out. That all being said, like, in the past, like, this is Arc Audience 2.0, right? The revenge. The revenge of the audience. These are actually the, the, the most difficult arcs because... We have to pick a deck that we think that everybody will be interested in, and then we have to learn it. Then we got to learn it, right? <laughs> like I don't know what half these cards do, and some of these are in German, and they're like some of them. He's got um, Ben's got like the the altered art version of them that half covers the text, and it's like, what is this card? It doesn't look like it. <laughs> like man, we gotta. It's this more is, work. This is gonna be tricky, but we love doing it because it it shows that you guys are really brewing and working hard, and you you make our jobs. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Arca audience is so weird because it's like, I didn't even think, like, he, we, newsflash, we broke grandeur in this deck. Yeah. Like, yeah. You remember that shitty ability where you have two legends with the same name, you can discard one of them? Which, like, arbitrarily does not work in Commander? Got there. Got it in this deck. Yeah. What? So. Holy shit. We read the Commandy. We talked about a whole bunch of different stuff. We got any patron shoutouts today? Ooh, patron shoutout. We do. Uh, you had a nickname for our shout-out today in the pre-show, Brandon Nelson. So that's two first names. Two first names. Uh, do we not trust him because he's got two first names? Absolutely, we don't trust that's him. That's a thing. I didn't know that, like, people didn't know that that's a saying. Never trust a guy with two first names? It, it is, though. It's real. Maybe it's just a Canadian thing. Never trust a Canadian with two first names. He might actually be a goose in disguise. <laughs> oh, that would be horrible, wouldn't it? Somebody yeah. just unzips their face and there are and goose inside. it's like inside. three geese stacked up on top of each other. And they all got like pipes and chains and shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Leather jackets and, oh yeah. <laughs> One of them's like smoking meth. It's just like, oh my God. <laughs> They're like the weasels from Roger Rabbit. I, I, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't know if they would do hard drugs like that. I feel like, I feel like they're the kind of people that would like try and get you hooked. No, nah, man. Geese are the kind of people who would just like, they would do hard drugs just so that they could quit cold turkey hard drugs. Cold goose. Cold goose. <laughs> Cold goose. <laughs> Gross. So, 
because we don't trust somebody with two first names, we got to give them a last name. Yes, sure. So it's Brandon Nelson. So let's do Brandon Nelson Lee Mandela. That, Lee Mandela is his last name? Yeah, because we're hyphen. he's got a hyphenated first name now because it's Brandon Nelson. Okay. And his hyphenated last, ni- last name is Lee Mandela because it's Brandon Lee Nelson Mandela. Who's Brandon Lee? Bruce Lee's son, sucker. He died making the crow, got shot by a fake gun and died. Not very tough, but I'm pretty sure that's what killed him. I don't know. Wow. Ghosts killed him. I don't know what the hell happened to Brandon Lee, but he's Bruce Lee's son. So this is pseudo-celebrity, but they're all dead. Brandon Goose in disguise, Nelson Lee Mandela. Yes. Longest nickname on the planet. We did it. Shout out to you. Thank you for becoming a patron. Welcome aboard. I don't know why people want these. (laughs) Before we get into the list, EDH&M. EDH&M. That is EDH&M. Yes. All touching tips into one word. What do you think? We've been three weeks. It's been growing every week. We had like 12 people last night. Yeah. Or 10 or so. Enough for enough for two full pods. And then like me and Bryn had to sit out and go through that giant box that Donnie Gravevale sent us. It's pretty cool. It's growing. Which was more fun, by the way. <laughs> Anyways. Now, that's a lie. I won a bunch of games last night. You I won was, games? I was on fire. I won three or four games last night. Dang. I was on fire. You just you just roll in with pub stomp decks just to, like, squash noobs and take their promo cards? You're playing for Auntie? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, uh, Bryn, was with, Bryn was there, too, and he was playing my decks. Hey. Ho- too much j- pub stomping decks. Hold on a second. We mentioned Bryn twice, and we didn't call him F.U. Bryn. F.U. Bryn? Yeah, like, you know what? He's interested in making, like, mono blue CEDH. And that's, like, the he just wants to play High Tide and Legacy. And he's like, I've got all the fast mana rocks because I play vintage. I think I'm going to make a commander deck. F you, Bryn. <laughs> got him. Yeah, that's, that's true. I told him not to because he'll play one game then nobody will ever want to play with him again. I was like, just build something jank. Yeah, man, just build garbage. Yeah. Everybody else. Here's an example. <laughs> yeah, here's an example of Lord of Tressorhorn, which actually won a game. Wow. Yeah, shout out to Timmy and Josh, who I was playing with. Nice. I was playing with Alex, F.U., and uh, Bryn, also F.U., and Evan. Not Evan, our Evan, but another Evan. A different Evan. Different Evan. F him, too. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's it. That's yeah, lots dude. of fun. We're going to probably talk about that a little bit more yeah. on tomorrow's bonus episode where we, where we do some some more theory craft. Yeah. I had a favorite play. Oh, yeah? I'm just going to... Quick favorite play. That, I mean, I made it, so obviously it's great. But that's, yeah, you're obviously the best Magic player ever. I was playing Krenko. New Krenko, by the by, really good. Very good. He is way better than I thought he was going to be. He yep. is. He's a house, that guy. But I played him in the uh, Skirk Fire Marshal, where you uh, tap five goblins to 10 everything. To 10-something, yeah. And I just 20'd him out of the game. That isn't terrible. F attacking. I don't need to attack. Yeah, you just, like, I... Krenko a bunch of goblins and Fire Marshal them all. I got more life than you? Die. It was so good. But we'll get into that uh, tomorrow, I guess, is the... Yeah. Yeah. It's so, going to be lots of fun. It's going to be a good time. Should we do a deck? Ugh, fine. <laughs> okay, now this deck is a little crazy, so bear with us as we slog our way through it. There are cards that are in German. There are cards with paint all over the text boxes. There's... Oh, thank you. Cards that don't make any goddamn sense why they're he, here. But he's got some it. altars of mine in the list. He does. There was a... Uh, we'll get to them. Yeah. When we get sure. to them, we'll, 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 we'll cite them. We'll promo you a little bit. As we do, we start with creatures. We usually go in alphabetical order. This week will be no different, so we will start with Abhorrent Overlord, or as we like to call him, face-to-face-games.creature. We're already making jokes. (laughs) They are going to drop us so fast. (laughs) Okay, I have no idea what this card does, and you scrolled down too far for even me to even read it. He's a 6-6 for Black Black 5. Jesus. What? is this card even doing? This must be an EDH card. Must be. It's a flying demon. When it enters the battlefield, put a number of 1-1 one, one black harpy creature tokens onto the battlefield with uh, with equal to your devotion to black. And they fly. Sure. Yeah. I know what this card is for now that I read it again. At the beginning of your upkeep, sack a creature. Whatever. It's fine. You get a 6-6, six, six, and then you get like devotion to lots. You get at least two other guys. Yeah, you're getting eight power uh, in all in the air with uh, for seven mana. That's not too bad. Not too shabby. Let's, let's keep with the demon theme and go to Archfiend of Ifnir. This is another... I know what this card is for. This is a 5-4 demon flyer for five... Whenever you cycle or discard a card, put a plus one, or sorry, put a minus one, minus one counter on each creature your opponents control, and it cycles for two. That's pretty good. And he he looks like a satanic giraffe. That is such a cool picture. I don't know if I like it. It's okay. It's fine. 
the background is real cool. And it's it's your boy. Look at look at who painted. Oh, you don't have your glasses on. You probably can't read it. No, I can't read shit. It's I, it's yeah. it's the uh, everybody's rock hard super pants are tight for Seb McKinnon. Oh yeah, that's him. Good on you, Seb. All right, next up, we everybody knows Cryptgast. Uh, four drop two two doubles your black. Crypt breaker. Crypt breaker. We're playing crypt.deck. One one zombie for one. Pay black one tap. Discard a card. Put a two two zombie into play. Or you can tap three untapped zombies you control to draw a card and lose a life. I like him. Boy, have I drew a lot of cards off of that card. I was making angels with him the other day. Not terrible. <laughs> Divine visitation. <laughs> or, or what were we saying in the pre-show? It's fine. Yeah, you can it's just fine. like tap him to make. Four fours, who cares? Whatever. Yeah, four four flying vigilance guys, who cares? Yeah, it's fine. It's just medium. Speaking of cards that are just medium. Just totally just medium. Absolutely medium. Dark confidant. Dark confidant in eight drop dot deck. Yeah. Oh, that's man. why he's medium. <laughs> so two one for two. At the beginning of your upkeep, reveal the top card of your library and put it into your hand. It's funny you don't draw it. You lose life equal to its converted mana cost. Nice. Would you believe I was trying to think like for 40 minutes about the name of this card last night and I could not think of it. I had the picture in my mind and I was explaining exactly what he did and I think that I was talking to Brent at the time and he knew what card I was thinking and he's, he wasn't going to say. <laughs> Son so of a bitch, he wasn't going to tell me what <laughs> card I was desperately trying. I just couldn't do it. It it was it wouldn't happen. You know you play EDH when you don't know who Dark Confidant yeah, when you is. forget about Dark Confidant's name. All right, next up is Disciple of Bolas. Bolas. <laughs> bowl ass. Bowl ass. He's got a bowl for an ass. <laughs> he is a 2-1 for 3. When he enters the battlefield, sacrifice another creature. You gain X life and draw X cards where X is that creature power. Dang. Yeah, I actually like him because you just like, oh, I don't want to sacrifice a creature every upkeep. I'll just sacrifice my demon that makes me sacrifice, and I'll just draw 6. Oh, no. I hate drawing 6. Yeah, drawing 6 is the worst because yeah. you could draw 7. Oh, yeah, I'm never going to draw 6 ever again. Yeah, screw it. Next time I have the opportunity, I'm just not going to do it. No, never. Next up, Disciple of Gristlebrand. It's a Disciple dot deck too. <laughs> <laughs> He's a one one for two. Pay one, sack a creature, gain life equal to its toughness. That's all right. Yeah, you probably want creatures in your graveyard some amount of the time in this deck, and if you can gain your life, like Dark Confidant life back, it's probably good. Right, next up, we have the E Honda of Magic: The Gathering in Doom Whisper. Oh yes. So if I said he's a flying trample 6-6 six, six with a good ability, what would he cost? Seven. How about five? Yeah. Yeah. Black, black, three for 6-6 six, six flying trampler. Pay two life, surveil two. So you look at the top two cards of your library, put any number in your graveyard and any number on top. Yeah, it's like scry, but instead of going to the bottom, they go to the yard if you don't want to leave them on scry top. Scry to your graveyard. He's so you just pretty... pay 38 life. In theory, yeah, And probably. see like half your deck. Yeah, well, provided you keep binning them. Bin him. Bin him. Bin him all. You're playing mono black. Right, next up, we've got Flesh Rither. I love this card. Yeah, we've played this card recently, right? Yeah, we have talked about this guy at length. I, I super like this card. Former card of the week. Former card of the week. Yeah, so he's a 3-3 for black, black, 2. Full stop. But then he got Transfigure. So Transfigure is black, black, 1. You can sacrifice him at sorcery speed to search your library for a creature card with the same converted mana cost. It's kind of like Transmute, except... For creatures, right? Yeah, and you can use it. You've already gotten some value out of the dude. Yeah, like, so you cast him maybe turn three or four, and you beat in a couple times till he, he can't beat anymore because everybody's got their six sixes or whatever. So you just sack him to get a different four drop that is going to be like the next card maybe. Yeah, like you could get Gaunty Lord of Luxury with him maybe. Yeah, Gaunty, when he enters the battlefield, you look at the top four cards of target player's uh, library. You could exile one of them and play it at any time You and for, like, any mana, and the other three go on the bottom. He's a 2-3 death touch, which is, like, nothing to really... Shake a stick at? Yeah, he blocks, like, chip-in damage and and kills it, even if it's got, like, three toughness. And he can block giant dudes, too, like, if you're attacking with a 10-10. And he's, yeah, he's an ETB. I always think that Gaunty is uh, when he attacks or when he deals combat damage, but he's an ETB. Yeah. So... He's, he's good. I'm sure that we could, like recur him infinitely in this deck to like good effect just exile your whole library nah that's fine no way that's just fine probably can't even probably doesn't even work probably doesn't happen that way how about grave titan oh classic and this is um ben's got the uh, the link to like the good art this is like the good game promo art when you bought like duels of the planeswalkers on ps2 yeah or three or whatever ps3 yeah yeah black black four death touch again when he enters the battlefield or attacks you get two 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 zombies Goddamn six sixes with death touch, man. And uh, how about Graveborn Muse? 
3-3 zombie for four. At the beginning of your upkeep, draw X cards and lose X life where X is the number of zombies you control. I like that card. So, like, your commandy's a zombie, and there's a few just incidental zombies in the list. Uh, this is the kind of card that sometimes, like, tricks newer people, newer players, right? Where it's like, uh, oh, I don't want to, like, what if I'm losing three life a turn? You're drawing three cards a turn, man. Definitely worth it. Yeah. Because, like, you could probably just sacrifice it or just attack and get your three damage back in the form of... Get your three life back in the form of dealing three damage to somebody. Yeah. It's fine. Also, bolt yourself to Ancestral Recall yourself? Absolutely. Every day. I will... Yeah, that's a good way to look at Every it. Every single day. If I target myself with Lightning Bolt, I get a free Ancestral Recall. Yeah, it's... It's good. I'm okay with it. And then I'm just playing a vanilla 3-3 three, three for 4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next off, we got Kalitas, Trader of Get. Oh, novel on cards. So he's a 3-4 lifelinker, vampire, warrior for 4. At the If a non-token creature an opponent controls would die, instead you exile it and you get a 2-2 two, two black zombie. Sure. You can Dang. pay 3, sack a vampire or zombie... Put two plus one plus one counters on Kalitas. Kalitas? 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 I don't know. Kalitas. The hillbilly vampire. <laughs> All right. Next up we have Korlash Erbder Schwarzdringfinger. That would be German for Korlash. Heir to Blackblade. He's a star star for Black Black 2. Legendary Creech Zombie Warrior. Power and toughness each equal to the number of swamps you control, which is a throwback to the original um, uh, Dacon Blackblade from Legends. Yep, his and, power was equal to the number of lands you control. Yes, and Blackblade reforged from Dominaria. So this is kind of like the interim Blackblade holder. Yes. Sure. Or maybe an alternate reality Blackblade holder or a descendant. What, I think that's what Future Sight was, was alternate reality stuff. Sure. The whole time Spiral Block was weird. Corlash has the Blackblade. He yeah. gets big equal to your swamps. He's got regenerate, which is like actually relevant. I regenerated my Lord of Tressorhorn last night and it won me the game. Nice. Anyways, he's got grandeur. So that is an ability that says discard another card named Corlash Heir to Blackblade. Grandeur is discard another card named the same name as this card. Yes. If you have a second copy in your hand, you chuck it. Search your library for up to two swamps. Put them onto the battlefield tapped. So you draw your second core lash in like standard and chuck it and get two swamps and it makes this core lash plus two plus two. It's pretty good. Yeah. I think he had the best grandeur ability too. Like he was a good card. He is a good card. Yeah, you just gotta build around it. And boy howdy have we. Yes. Yeah, we're we, gonna get we to didn't. Basic Swamp did. Yeah, basic swamp fan did. So we're gonna get to that in a minute. Right after we talk about Krav the Unredeemed. Yeah, no Regna in this deck. <laughs> so he partners with Regna. He's a 3-3 three, three for 5. Sacrifice X creature. Black sack X creatures. Target player draws X cards and gains X life. Put X plus 1 plus 1 counters on Krav. So he gets huge. Like, he gets giant. Every time you attack with your Grave Titan, you just, like, sack two dudes and make him bigger. And uh, when you cast him, you can still search and fail to find a Regna if you want to shuffle your library. <laughs> it's it's relevant sometimes. Yeah, if you're playing a top or whatever, you top and then don't like your top three, you cast your Krav and shuffle. Next up with Liliana, Heretical Healer. This is Flip Lily. That's Flippy Lily. And people forget that she's a healer. She's not like a necromancer. She's a healer. That's a thing. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, sexy healer. Two, three. Janky eyes. She got them fixed, remember? She had some work done. <laughs> Anyways, 2-3, lifelink for 3. When other, whenever another non-token creature you control dies, exile Lily, return her flipped, and you get a zombie. Then she flips to... She flips into Liliana Defiant Necromancer, the sexiest Lily, I think. I don't know, Jankface Lily still might still might take the cake for me. Probably because she's looking at you and at me at the same time. No, she's looking at me and the wall. She's got wall eyes. <laughs> Anyway, Liliana Defiant Necromancer is a three loyalty planeswalker with plus two. Each player discards a card. Minus X, return target. Non-legendary creature card with converted mana cost X from your graveyard to play. And minus eight, you get an emblem with whenever a creature dies, return it to the battlefield under your control at the beginning of the next end step. That is a hell of an emblem. Yeah, she good. I have one. 
and I've I never play it. I I want to, but I just don't. I I want to. She's good because when don't. when she flips, she replaces the creature that she used to be with a zombie creature. So automatically, like your Lily has a creature standing in front of it. I think that's what kind of makes Liliana's good. Like I played against New Lily last night. Just make a zombie to block, and whenever I block, I draw a card because it'll die. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, she's a good card too. I have one of those too. Maybe I should make Liliana tribal. Hundred percent. Could be good. All right. Next up, we have a card that I know is good in Magus of the Coffers. Four, four, for five. Two tap, add black to your mana pool for each swamp. It's Cabal Coffers. On a dude. Martyr of Bones. No, this is the Black Martyr. 1-1 one, one for 1, pay 1. Reveal X black cards from your hand, sack Martyr of Bones. Remove up to X target cards in a single graveyard from the game. That's a weird one. I'm assuming that's a metagame decision. Could to, be. To crush graveyard strategies. How about Midnight Reaper? Oh, baby. 3-2 Zombie Knight for 3 when it enters the battlefield. 3-2... Zombie Knight for three. When a non-token creature you control dies, Midnight Reaper deals one damage to you and draw a card. And it's got badass art on it. <clears throat> I would not mess with that guy. Yeah, I would not I would not mess with him at all. How about Mind Slicer? Would not mess with this guy either. Four three horror for four. When it's put into the graveyard from play when it dies, each player discards his or her hand. You Boom. slice the top of your head right off like on that uh like on uh, Underworld or whatever, right? Or on uh, Hannibal. Yes. Where he just cuts the guy's skull off and eats his brain. I think it happens on Lord of the Rings as well. Not the brain-eating part, but the, the head-slicing part. Yeah, maybe. That's the thing. How about Nether Trader? I like this card, too. Yeah, black, black for 1-1 one, one haste shadow. So it can't be blocked, and it can't block except by other creatures with shadow. Whenever a creature is put into the graveyard, you may pay black if you do return it to play. It's I like good. that card. He so comes back. He's good. He's he's a combo card, if I remember right. He's probably a combo card in this deck. That's what I play him for. How about Nirkana Revenant? That's a 4-4 black mana doubling vampire for six. That also has... What Do we do we have a word for black plus one plus one? That's shade? That's shade breathing. <laughs> yeah. She throws shade. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How about Ogre Slumlord? Whenever a creature dies, you get a 1-1 one, one black rat. Uh, he's a 3-3 three, three for 5. And other rats, or rats have death touch. Oh, yeah, so he makes death touching rats. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of rats, we also have a pack rat. Star Star for 2, pack rats, power and toughness, each equal to number of rats you control, and you can pay black to discard a card, put a token onto the battlefield that's a copy of pack rat, so you just get more rats. He was degenerate as hell in some form. That was standard. the that was like the best card in Return to Ravnica draft, and it was like the cornerstone of a mono black deck of the same era. Dang. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, Plague Crafter. Three two for three. When he enters the battlefield, each player sacks a creature or planeswalker. If they can't, they discard a card. Ha. Ha ha. Gets oh. your guy every time. Let's talk about uh, Razaketh the Foul Blooded, maybe. Oh baby. God, I just want, I, if I ever play against this deck, I want him to Dark Confidant into this card. Over Bla and over again. Yeah. yeah. Black, 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 five for an 8-8 eight, eight <laughs> flying trample. Pay two life, sack another creature, search your library for a card, put it into your hand. That's pretty good. Oh, that card is so good. Razaketh is very good. That card is the greatest. How about Sidisi Undead Vizier? Oh, yeah, and there's an altar of that one in this one. So this this is a, it's a 4-6 zombie naga. With Death Touch. She should be a snake. <laughs> yeah. She should be a goddamn snake. For five mana, she got Exploit, so when she enters the battlefield, you can sack a creature. If you do, you search your library for a card, put it into your hand. It's a good card. Nice. Uh, Solemn Simulacrum is also in here, and then we move on to Visceraseer. One drop vampire, sack a creature, scry one. Why the hell isn't that foil? Huh. Everything in this deck is foil, pimped out, altered art, and then you got a regular old Visceraseer. Get wrecked. What the, f what the, Zhao Dun the One-Eyed is the last card. He has horsemanship. He's a black black two for a three two human soldier. Sacrifice him. Return target black card from your graveyard to your hand. Activate this ability only during your turn before attackers are declared. That is a mighty card, and it combos to recycle your graveyard like over and over. Yeah, I suppose so. Yep, because it's black card. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
All right, there's the creature suite. There was some there that, was some shit in there. There was some crazy stuff. That took a long time. 30 creatures in the deck. It's lots. How many how many instants? <laughs> Two. Got there. Two. <laughs> We're going to make up some time. Yeah, the first one is actually one of my very favorite cards. I love this card. I, I never love play this it, card too. I super like it and it's Insidious Dreams. As an additional cost to cast it, discard X cards from your hand, and it oh. costs black three. So it wants you to discard cards in mono black. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's like it's like taking cards from your hand that's your left hand and then putting those cards into your other hand, in your right hand. That's literally so, what it is because uh, what you do is search your library for X cards, then shuffle your library. And then put them put the search for cards on top of your library. Oh, yeah. In yeah, any that's order. Right. It's it's a good card. I like it lots. You don't see it very much, and I think you should see it more. And the other one is Nameless Inversion. Nameless Inversion is a card that is all creature types, which is a little weird. Target creature gets plus three, minus three, and loses all creature types until end of turn. Uh, yeah, it's got Changeling, um, which is coming back in Modern Horizons, right? Of course it is. All creature types. So it's got my, or it gives plus three, minus three, and is a knight card. So if you have Hack and Stormgald Scourge, yes, you can cast Night Cards from your graveyard. So you can continuously cast Nameless Inversion to give minus three to creatures until you run out of mana. It's pretty good. So it kind of acts as sort of a pseudo one-sided board wrath. If you got lots of mana, to and do if it. you've got Big Daddy Black mana with your Cabal Coffers, Urborg, Magus of the Coffers, spoiler, we Narcana do. Revenant. Yeah, spoiler, yeah. we have all those cards. So if you just make like. 20 mana you have minus 60 worth of stats you can throw around or minus 20 worth of stats you can throw around whatever the math is i mean sometimes you can use the inversion to just make your other creatures big enough to kill somebody too like that's another use for that you could yeah you could just target like your flying trampling razaketh twice yeah and uh give him plus six minus six and he beats in for like 14 that's not irrelevant. Not irrelevant. Yeah, that's right. Let's do some sorceries. Yeah, there's eight of them. Let's get it on. Behold the beyond. Seven mana. Discard your hand. Sounds like I like it already. <laughs> Search your library for three cards. Put them into your hand. I bet you we're going to find combo pieces. I'll bet you we are too. Uh, we probably would not find damnation. We might though. You could if you wanted to. Destroy all creatures. They can't be regenerated. Demonic toot. Two mana. Search for anything. Excellent I'll, card. Also not foil. You're on it, Fen. Diabolic intent. Sack a Creech, two mana, searcher for anything. It's great. Ill-Gotten Gains. Uh, yeah, this is a cool one. Black, black, two. Exile Ill-Gotten Gains. Each player discards his or her hand, <laughs> then returns up to three cards from their graveyard to their hand. It's neat. It's a cool picture on it. It's a cool card. Yeah, that's uh, that's Zancha. Remember from Commander this year? Yeah. That's Zancha. She's running away from some like Phyrexians. Neat. Yep. Living Death. Oh, won me the game last night. Black, black, three. Each player exiles all creature and then returns the creatures in their graveyard to the battlefield. Then the exiled creatures go to your graveyard. Essentially, you're swapping your graveyard creatures with your battlefield creatures. I don't like the wording on that card, and I, I don't know how I'd word it better. Yeah. So I, I criticize if you don't have a better solution. <laughs> but, like, it just... I know when you play somebody who's never seen that card before and you play it, they always go, Whoa. you know what I mean? Like they're, yeah, it's, it's weird for them. I mean, I don't, yeah, they have their rules lawyered a little bit so you don't get like your, your death triggers, your graveyard triggers from the creatures dying and, um, you don't just swap them, right? Like yeah. you exile the first ones, you return the other ones and then the exiled ones go to your graveyard. Yeah, that's just this is how you got to do that's it. How they, that's how they that's how they 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 rules lawyer you on that card a little bit. It just feels like they could have streamlined it a little bit. But, yeah, maybe. But whatever. I don't know how they would have done it. So there we go. Next up, Toxic Deluge. Three mana, pay X life. All creatures get minus X. And one of your favorite cards in history. Oh, my favorite card in history. Yogmoth's will. The best card. <laughs> this is the best card in the deck. This is the best one. So it's black two. Until end of turn, you may cast cards. You may play cards. It's play, not cast. Cards in your graveyard. If a card would be put into your graveyard this turn, exile it instead. That yeah. last part we don't care about because we're just going to like play a land from our graveyard and then play everything else from our graveyard and then win the game. <laughs> I don't know if I even can recall a time where I spent Yogg's Will and didn't win. Maybe I value Yogg's Will just to like play a land and like play a dead mana rock. 
for like for I think value. I, I think I have seen you. I've seen you play Yogg's Will and not win. A value Yogg's Will? That's probably fine. Yeah, I've I've seen you. I've seen you do it before. If you uh, can play a land and get a soul ring back with your Yogg's Will, it just costs you nothing to like get your soul ring back that somebody destroyed on turn two. Yeah, you get a land, you get a soul ring, and then you get a three drop out of your graveyard. It's pretty good. Just just that is pretty good for yeah. So black it's like two. it's like reanimate, reanimate artifact and uh, my land drop for the turn for the cost of a card. Or that's like worst case scenario. Yeah, Yogg's Yogg's will swamp soul ring, dark ritual, doom whisper. Yeah, Even, that, that's yeah. why Yogg's Moth yeah. will is good. Yeah, see, we're just <laughs> yeah, now yeah. we go up the chain and you yeah. just win the game. All right. Enchantments. There are six of them. Okay, so this is probably where we're getting a little bit into combo town, and uh, we uh, we might have to take an intermission so Brando and I can like actually kind of wrap our brain around this to put it together in a package that CCO Nation can understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna start with attrition. Okay, black, black, one enchantment. You go black, sack a creature, destroy target non-black creature. Easy to understand. So you can sack a creature to destroy a, black, a non-black creature. Great. Okay, we'll do all the easy ones first. Grave Pact. Black, black, black. One, whenever a creature you control dies, everybody else sacrifice a creature. Phyrexian Reclamation. Oh, this costs, this just costs a black mana. What the hell? This card is so good, man. So you go black, one, pay two life. Return target creature from your graveyard to your hand. That's fine. Tortured Existence. This costs just black, two, and it's a common popper staple. You pay a black, discard a creature card, return a creature from your graveyard to your hand so far i play all of these enchantments in Hirobi. yeah it's neat uh null profusion this one is color shifted from recycle in like stronghold or something or tempest it's black black four skip your draw step okay sounds like i'm gonna like it (laughs) whenever you cast a card draw a card whenever you play a card draw a card i think it's been errated to cast bullshit Wizards, you stop monkeying with my shit. Because if you have two lands, you're fucked. (laughs) Well, you don't cast it on an empty hand. Anyways, whenever you cast or play a card, whatever, draw a card. Your maximum hand size is two. So you you cast a card and draw, cast that card and draw, cast that card and draw. Um, This gets really crazy, unbelievably broken when you play things like your dark rituals your cabal rituals your songs of the damned with your yogmoth's will because you cast them all and draw 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 you make a bunch of mana you yogs will draw and then you cast all those rituals from your graveyard again draw 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 make a bunch of mana again and then cast whatever you actually wanted to combo and win dang um that's not what this deck does that's too easy yeah, that's that's not we're not thinking deep enough. Last enchantment is decaying soil. This one, uh, this is from Odyssey, and I didn't even know what this did. I didn't know what this did, and it's from Odyssey. And that like every once in a while, this this is the card that made me want to do this deck. Besides Yogmas Well. Um because I I didn't remember it. Anyways, black, black one enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, remove a card in your graveyard from the game. Okay. That's all it does, but it's got threshold. So you got seven or more cards in your graveyard. Whenever a non-token creature is put into your graveyard from the battlefield, you may pay one. If you do, return that card to your hand. So when a creature dies, you pay one, and you get it back. Right. So if we had some way to make mana when creatures died, we could just get them back. Right. Let's see if we got that. Okay. Okay, let's do some artifacts. Artie's. Arties. Okay, the first one is Orion Penf Altar. Hey, that's me. They come up on our Facebook page every Thursday. So check those out if you want. Sweet altars like this one. It's an anvil of Bogardan. Two things. First thing, I didn't tell Brando to say that. He's just a good dude. Second thing, I wonder if he plays this card uh, because it has Bogard in it. And that's kind of like his name. <laughs> <laughs> Third thing. I, I didn't pick this deck because it has my altars in it. <laughs> the Nameless Inversion was by me as well. Neat. Uh, I picked it because it's got Yakmas well. <laughs> and combos. Fourth thing. Fourth thing? Anvil of Bolgardan is in my list of most underplayed artifacts in Commander. Oh, yeah. this car- I've lost to this card before. It's a good-ass card, so, man. So, good on you, Finn. This is a good one. Okay, so it's two-drop. Each player skips their discard phase. Okay. 
During each player's draw phase, that player draws an additional card and then discards a card. So you have no maximum hand size, and then you loot in addition to your draw. Yes, so you get cards into your graveyard. Yep. Huh. Okay. I wonder if there's a reason for that. Probably. This is the card that you always play with hack on, and it's Ashes of the Fallen. Yeah, so this is a two-drop artifact. Enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Each creature in your graveyard is the chosen creature type. You just choose Knight. So that you can play all your creatures from your graveyard with hack on. Not terrible. Not the worst. Next up, Cold Steel Heart. Two-drop, enters tapped. Choose a color when it enters. It adds a chosen color when you tap it. And it's a snow artifact. Oh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> I I wonder, I don't actually know if that's relevant in this list or not. I was thinking to myself, like, why isn't he just playing, like, Charcoal Diamond? And then I thought, wait a second, the only foil Charcoal Diamond's from 7th edition. It's like $7,000. <laughs> just play your Cold Steel Heart, kids. It does the same thing, except you get to choose. Yeah. How about Crucible of Worlds? You can play Lance from your graveyard. Yeah. Death Render. Oh, I wonder if this combos. Maybe. No, no way. It might. I don't no, know. Probably it's a, not, it's a four drop artifact. Quips for two. Quip creature gets plus two plus two. Who cares? Whenever a quip creature is put into the graveyard from the battlefield, you may put a creature card from your hand into play and attach Death Render to it. Jesus. So if we could sack a creature and then return that creature to our hand with that, what's that graveyard card called? Decaying Soil. So if we could Decaying Soil our creature back into our hand before the Death Render trigger resolves, we could just get it again. Yeah. Huh. You just cycle them in there forever. Neat. It's a thing. Expedition Map, it finds you any land. It finds you Cabal Coffers. Yep. Extra Planar Lens doubles the... Snow Swamps in the list. Yep. Girapur Orrery. This is such a weird include. Oh, wait. No, I'm thinking of... No, I'm not. What the hell? Girapur Ori, not to be confused with Vidalcan Ori, <laughs> is a four drop. Each player may play an additional land on each of their turns. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player has no cards in hand. They draw three cards. Yep. That is what it does. So if you have an empty hand, you just draw three cards. Sometimes you just got to draw three, right? Like, yeah, it could come back and bite you in the ass, but sometimes you just got to draw three cards. This actually is not terrible for your mono black list, uh, as is Crucible with your Null Profusion. I just looked it up, and it is whenever you play a card. So your land does draw you a card. Yeah. So this and that work well together. Okay. Come down. Next up, we have Jet Medallion. Yeah, there we go. Two drop makes your black spells cost one generic less. Next up, we've got Lifeline. That's a five-drop Urza Saga artifact. Whenever a creature is put into a graveyard from the... Whoa, wait a second. Whenever a creature is put into a graveyard and a creature is also in play, <laughs> return that creature from your graveyard to play at end of turn. So if I have a creature die, because I will... And I have a creature, because I will... I just get my creature back. Yep. It's like a lifeline. They're tethered. Yeah. It's like when I'm doing Christmas lights and you're standing with a rope tied around your waist on the other side of the house in case I fall because my roof's really steep. Yes. I'm just dangling there. <laughs> and we're literally stuck there because you can't do anything to help me out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this card should have that caveat when there's no creatures in play, you sack it. It's from Saga, dude. They yeah, didn't think of that shit then. Yeah, they didn't think about not breaking cards back then. All right, here we go. Mirage Mirror. Speaking of breaking cards. Oops. Three-drop artifact, you can pay two, and it becomes a copy of target artifact, creature, enchantment, or land. So if I can... Ooh, let's hearken back. Ah, uh, you're so... It's a play on hack and back, black, black, dink, whatever his name yeah, is. <laughs> to, uh, what's his name? Corlash. Yes, he's got grandeur. If I can make a copy of Corlash? Corlash. And sacrifice the real one, pay one to that decaying soil to get him back into my hand. Or tortured existence or whatever other one you have. Yeah, well, tortured existence is is part of the combo because you can go like uh, get the real Corlash back with Mirage Mirror being a Corlash. You can just grandeur, discard a Corlash to the Mirage Mirror one and like you discard it to um, tortured existence. 
and you resolve tortured existence to get him back. Yeah. And you just do that and you should just fetch two swamps every time. So you just get all the swamps in your deck for as many black as you currently have. Yes. Because so the swamps do come into play tapped. So you can't just get two swamps, tap the swamps. And... Yeah, that's right. So that that isn't infinite, but you can you can literally get, like, again, big mana black. You can just get, like, all the swamps. Yeah. You... Having a bazillion mana is as good as having a limitless supply of mana. Let's just be honest. Let's let's skip ahead to uh, two cards to Phyrexian Altar because that is actually just going to let us sack creatures to get black mana. Yes. And um, if we have to pay mana to do any combos and have extra creatures, we can sack mana. We can sack a dude to get a black mana and use that black mana to pay decaying soil's mana cost and get it back into our hand. And then our death render trigger will resolve and we can put it back into play with death render attached to it and sack it again. So we can have infinite goes to the graveyard triggers happening. And come into play and leave. It's it's nuts. It's so, nuts. Uh, have we found an outlet for that yet? How about Gaunty, man? How about Gaunty? Yeah, every time he enters the battlefield, you just exile one of their cards. You just do it for infinity. Yeah. You know what I like with um, with that kind of interact before we started talking about infinitely sacking Gaunty, yeah. um just sacking to get black mana and discarding a creature to your tortured existence every time you discard a card with archfiend of ifnir you just give all their creatures minus one minus one so it's a one-sided board wrath just to keep the board clear until you can tutor or draw into your like your actual win condition you can get your Gaunty. Yeah, so you can just get your Gaunty. Because yeah. Gaunty in a, in a black deck isn't going to give you any value, right? <laughs> Anyways, we skipped a card. We skipped Null Brooch. This is weird. So it's a four-drop artifact from Exodus, and it got two tap. Discard your hand. <laughs> I'm going to like this one. I know it. Counter target non-creature spell. What? It's <laughs> a thing, man. It's good with Giripor Orrery, too. Yeah, it very much is. I don't hate it. And then we've got a Skull Clamp, a Sol Ring, Sword of Feast and Famine. That uh, that gives pro black, pro green, and when I hit you with it, I untap my lands, which is excellent with our Grandeur ability post-combat. Yep. We just have like 35 swamps. <laughs> oh, die? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sword of Animist is the last one. That's the, whenever it attacks, you can search your library for a basic land, put it into play tapped. You, I would probably find swamps. Yeah. Last one I want to talk about real quick, just along that same lines of like sacking when Zhao Dun is equipped with Death Render, you can pay one to get it back as many times as you have mana because you have to sacrifice him to his own ability. You can get black cards in your hand back from your graveyard as many times as you have mana. That's pretty good. So yeah. if you have anything that you that you need, you just like sack them. Pay one to get him back to your hand, put him into play with with um, Death Render, and then you've gotten back a card that you need from your graveyard, a black card, which could be like your Razaketh, just so you could like sack more creatures to just tutor a bunch of times, or your Archfiend, or whatever it is that you need, right? So that's okay. another way to just rip through your deck. Yes, very well. And the land base, as we've mentioned a whole bunch of times, it's the big daddy black man base. It's got your Cabal Stronghold, your Cabal Coffers, a bunch of fetch lands, Crypt, Crypt of Agadim, yeah. Deserted Temple, Nykthos, Phyrexian Tower, a uh, bunch of... That's a sack outlet on a land. It's it's all there. Thespian Stage. And then, of course, the Command Beacon. Yeah, did we talk about that, or was that on the pre-show? Uh, the Command Beacon, well, we'll talk about it again, because it is important, because it is the only way that Hakon is of any use to you, is you sack your command beacon to put him into your hand so that you can then discard him to something, so then, then you can play him from yeah, your graveyard. Yeah, from the command zone into your hand. And that's probably a great another great reason to include your Crucible of Worlds and your Yawgmoth's Will. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Because it avoids command tax and all the shenaniganery that could happen. I just play hack on on the 99 and put something else in the command zone, honestly. Well, um, Ben actually says that he, depending on where he's playing or whatever, he might sometimes put Corlash in the command zone. It's like a swap-out commander. Dig that. So it, it gives you a little bit of flexibility in that, like, do I want to try and combo out with Corlash and be a little bit more degenerate? Or do I want to just play, like, a really weird very tastefully done mono black list with 
Hakon at the helm. Let's be totally honest. If I saw somebody sit down with Hakon, I would immediately stomp that person. Oh, yeah? Yep. Just for being a tryhard. It's like, you're trying too hard, bud. You need to. I need to kill you right now so that you can I'd go like over it. there in the corner and you can just think about your life. Contemplate why. Yeah, why are you doing this? Why are you, why are you like this? I like it. I think that uh, super weird corner cases are always interesting because, yeah, they're going to play into the corner case, but they're also going to... Um, they're also going to be something that you don't expect, like 100%. a death render combo. Hundred percent. Yeah. Right? Cool. Have you ever seen that before? You never seen that in the wild. Not in the wild. I've seen death render combos before. Of course, I have. Okay. Yeah. Fine. I have death renders in my life, Ryan. Okay. I've bad bad example. But you, but you know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> I do. I hundred percent right? do. You're taking cards like the, like cards that we know are good, like tortured existence and friction reclamation and stuff, and you're pairing them with core lash, like a card that is at at, at a glance actually bad in edh and nobody like yeah, why would anybody ever play it in edh any any new members of cco nation that are also new to magic might be like oh it's got grander like i can't play that in edh because i can only play one but then as you start to like discover some of the the breadth of magic history and you find clone effects that aren't in mono blue and you're like oh my god this opens up a whole new deck to me super cool very neat. For that for that side of it, I do very much like this deck. Yeah, I dig this deck actually quite a bit. I don't have anything against the deck at all. I just, just think that just the guy who made just it. Just the tryhard commander. That's the only thing I have against this deck. I think this deck is awesome. It's just tryhard commander. Yeah, F F U Ben or Fen or yeah, Swamp Fen. or whatever your name is. Yeah. Boggy. Boggy. Oh, man. <laughs> just I keep love coming. it. We're going to have so many nicknames for this guy. He's going to be another one of those ones on Discord that just changes his name every day. Yeah, and, and that'll make it so we know who he is even less. Yeah. <laughs> we are just trash talking him. He's just going to like... He's like, what's wrong with you guys? He's going to send us a rudely written letter. <laughs> <laughs> An actual snail mail letter. Let's get into a little bit more. Okay, strengths and weaknesses. Best monocolor. Yes. In my opinion. I think you're right. Yeah, the I'll, other, I'll the other tryhards out there are going to say it's blue. But, oh, blue. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, better than you. Yeah, get wrecked. Yeah. Tons of tutors, which... Um, Hurts the spiciness, probably. It, it, yeah. it does, but um, the tutors will give you an opportunity to go down whatever kind of win condition path you want. Gives you the flexibility. The flexibility, yeah, that's right. And and I like flexibility in this list as, appo- as opposed to redundancy. Right, you know how we say redundancy is powerful. I think the tutors in this list give it flexibility. Redundancy is powerful. Flexibility is fun. Ah, yeah, yeah there's a quote of the day right there. There you okay. go. Alternate commanders. I like that as a as a means to like you know you sit down and and the rules committee right now for commanders promoting communication with their new rule zero. Like, let's sit down. Let's talk about what, what kind of game we want to have. Like, are we playing like CEDH, turn three, combos, you're playing stacks because, like, F that, right? Yeah. Or are we playing fun, casual magic? And and the swap-out commanders give us the opportunity to foster that. Yeah, you can, like, when I had my old sliver deck together, you could switch the commander out to pair the deck back. Yeah. To slow it down. D- dial it back, right? Yeah. yeah. And you could do that very easily with this deck. I like that. Yeah. Just I, th- I think that's a- actually really good. Yeah, throw Kalatas in the command zone and see how you do. Oh, yeah, it's playing yeah. other legendaries. Yeah, you can play all kinds of bad stuff in there. Not bad, but like not what you... <laughs> Throw Razakath or Sidisi in your command zone. I'm sure everybody <laughs> will like that. Everybody will love seeing that come out. Or um, Gaunti. Just throw Gaunti in there. Oh, yeah. yeah, people hate Gaunti. Then you don't have to find him. You, you could just play Wrath.deck, and everybody's kind of like fine with that because they're just like, oh, it's a control deck. But as soon as Gaunti hits that command zone, people are like, oh, I just, you're in front. Kill him. I hate him. Get him. Yeah. I want to play my cards, not you. Yeah, nothing yeah. says. Yeah, everybody hates Gaunti. Yeah. It's, a th- it's real. It's for real. The hate La- is real. Last strength. Tons of altars. You know I appreciate that. I just wanted to say that. It's all for, like, if you actually look at the list on on his tapped out page, he's got all like got pictures of all the altars, and they're very very cool. He's got some neat stuff in here. He's put some some work and some time and effort into this deck, which I really appreciate. Shout out to Will Moreno from Rocky Altars. He did all those cool foil ones. Yeah, super super good painter, super good card altarist, if you will. Weaknesses: janky commanders. You were you were calling them tryhard. <laughs> I like. I like that they're janky. I like that you can't cast one of them unless you, you like bend your deck around it, which is always fun. How many times did I say I like cards that are going to make me like 
shit on my own sandwich before I eat it. I like that. <laughs> All-in strategies in monocolor decks can be a little bit spendy. Like, I'm going to need my Cabal Coffers. I'm going to need my Urborg. I'm going to need extra planar lens with snow-covered swamps. Yeah. I'm going to need to spend money on a monocolor deck if I want it to, like, run at table one. You know what I mean? To hum, yeah. Yeah. So that's a thing. I mean... This the this deck with all of the foils tapped out tells us it's like twenty five hundred dollars. Dang! But if you took all the foils out, like I'm sure it'd still be over a thousand dollars. It'll be it'll be it'll be a fair bit of money. We it's also easily disrupted too. Uh-huh. That's my next yeah. my you, next weakness is color hosers or graveyard hosers. Yeah, like a what is it? A, what am I thinking? Cake, uh, get gra- this a bog a bog yeah, gets but, it a bajuke bajuke a bog would get you um leon of the void would get you a well-timed crozen grip would stop you yeah and scavenging I mean, ooze gets you that there, is like, um and those are just cards that you see in commander all the time and yeah that that's not because this deck is weak to them it's because combo decks or graveyard decks could be just weak to those yeah right? they're it's just it's the it's the achilles heel of the combo deck it's just there's yeah. a a key piece of disruption at the wrong time will just wreck you. Yep. And I think, and, uh, I don't know you know what, you know what might be good in this deck is, uh, the new Karn. If you get, uh, if you get your death render, like exiled or whatever, or your Phyrexian altar, just Karn it back into your hand. Yeah. Not terrible. He, he is in every format, man. He's in vintage. He's in legacy. He's in modern. He's in standard. He's in commandy. I was making jokes last night. I feel like the reason that Karn exists is from way back when the, uh, they printed from the vault exiled or whatever. Oh, and, yeah. And they print they reprinted from, from the vault relics. Yeah, they reprinted reserve list Karn and everybody lost their shit. It's like fine. You thought that Karn was good? Fucking yeah, yeah. You. you didn't want us to print you didn't want that Karn? Okay, we'll give you this these new Karns that just like Yeah. Like we'll, we'll give you Tron Karn. We'll give you Dominaria Karn that lets you draw cards in any color, and then we'll give you this Karn that just lets you wish. It will give you dirty, rotten, stink, and end the game immediately. You wanted Karn. this! <laughs> This is for you. You wanted it. You asked for this. Yeah. This is your fault. This is the yeah. functional equivalent of wizards rubbing our nose in Karn. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We Karned <laughs> on the floor. Now we're going to get our nose rubbed in it. <laughs> Anyways, I don't have very many potential cuts or, or whatever for this deck because, I, like I said, I would like to see a Karn in here just because it's a cool card. I think an Exanguinate might. If you can make big mana black, yeah, like, like, it, but sometimes just, Exanguinate just wins, right? Yeah, it's just a big black card right like that's what it is big black card some some people hate it though right because it's like oh it. i'm playing this whole game just to try and survive so i can make like 38 mana so i could exanguinate some people just find it a little bit cheap it's almost like a one card combo it's super cheap but look at this deck man <laughs> look at it look at it i like it look at it it's, it's awesome just, it wants an exanguinate it wants one it probably wants it, one. it wants an exanguinate that's what it's, that's what it wants I went with Comet Storm all the time. I have no problem just Xing people out of the game. This is how I live my <laughs> life. Xing people out of the game. I <laughs> yes. actually like that that I don't know what the word is to describe that, but that <laughs> turn of phrase. I like it. Yeah, man. Should we move on to milk list? How about instead we go into card of the, of week. the week. We could do this. Excellent. This week, card of the week. We talked about her at great length. Sort Graveborn of, Muse. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> Graveborn gra- Muse. Graveborn Muse. Sorry, I interrupted you. It's fine. It happens all the time. Yes. 3-3, <laughs> three, three, Zombie Spirit for Black Black 2. 10th edition and what is this? Le- Legions. Legions. Not printed in lots of sets. That is the maybe the blue one or the white one. Whatever. This is the black version in the same cycle as Seedborn Muse. Yes. And this is the black one, Zombie Spirit. At the beginning of your upkeep, draw X and lose X life, where X is the number of zombies you control. At minimum, you're going to draw one, lose one. So it's a four mana Phyrexian Arena with a 3 3 body attached. Or a poor man's Dark Confidant. It could be either of what we both said. Yeah, some a people. A bigger Dark Confidant. Yeah, you get a bigger body for a little bit more mana and you lose less life, probably. In this deck, probably. Unless, like, randomly you get, like, Oh, dude, what if you do your... Army of the Dam. Oh, dude, what if you do your Death Render looping combo with Grave Titan? <laughs> that actually just makes you infinite mana because you get three dudes every time he enters the battle. You get Grave Titan and then two dudes. You sack the Grave Titan to your uh, Phyrexian altar, and then you sack the other two just to net black black at every 
instance of every loop. And then you can exsanguinate. Then you could exsanguinate, yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> if you want to pick up a Graveborn Muse and try it out for yourself, the cheapest one looks to be the original printing at $1.90 US or two hundred and sixty-eight fifty-five Canadian. If you want to go like our boy Fen and play the foil version, you're looking at somewhere between 10 and 21 US dollars or around 38,000 Canadian. Why is the 10th edition one more? It is a really nice foil. But it's got a new frame. I know, but I'm You know, just usually, usually yep. I don't usually I don't stick up for for I I like the old frames better too, but this particular card in foil in 10th edition is so nice. Two things. So nice. First, F you Evan for liking new frames better. Yeah. Second, what's happened to you? Which I like my foils. Who are you? Like what have foils. you become? My foils are, are very important to me. And you got like the moon in the back and it's foiled and then there's like a different foiling than like the ghost and the art and the rest of it isn't really that shiny. It's really nice. It's a zombie spirit. It's really nice. <laughs> it's a really nice car. Oh, just just get <laughs> get out of my office. <laughs> milk list? Everybody loves the milk list. Okay, milk list for new members of CCO Nation is a list of cards from Zero to 16 today, as per EDHREC.com, the most popular cards in the color combination that we're talking about today. Um, black, or as the kids say? Black. So at the zero drop slot, in black, the most popular card on EDHREC.com. Your favorite, ever-flowing chalice. No. Oh. The one drop slot, we always do the top three because everybody plays Soul Ring and it's no different here. But the second and third... Most popular, Dark Ritual. Not playing it. Yeah, not playing it. But Expedition Map we are. We are. Expo Map we're playing it. Expedition Map because Cabal Coffers. Because Big Daddy. Yeah. Okay. Two drop slot, Jet Medallion. We are playing that one. <laughs> you know what the second two drop is? Exsanguinate. <laughs> it's a two drop, sure. Okay. Three drop, we're looking at Phyrexian Arena. Not playing that one. No. Cryptgast at four. We are playing that one. Gray Merchant of Asphodel at five. Not playing that one. No, but that would be okay to loop with your Death Render. Hey, Gary, would be okay. Cage Sun at six. Nope. Rune Scarred Demon at seven. Nope. Decree of Pain at eight. Nope. In Garrick's Wake at nine. Nope. I thought Razaketh was going to be eight. He's number two. Dread Cackle Demon at ten. No. <laughs> Old Amog at eleven. Nope. It the Betrayed at twelve. Nope. Nemrakul, New Emrakul. <laughs> no. And Draco at 16. Who's doing that? Um, Draco in mono black is a direct result of... Valrath. Valrath, the guy that I play. Yeah, there's like... Yeah, whatever. Get three stuff. Three milkless matches. It's not too bad. That's actually pretty good. That's all right, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, final section of the day, the spice calculator. But before we get to it, the EDH rec popularity and ranking. Aw, oh, dang. So, do you know how many Hacken Stromgald Scourge decks there are on EDH rec right now? There are 27 of them, Ryan. There are 27. Do you know what what position that puts him in? He's below banned cards. There's He's... banned cards with more lists. That's true. He's the 57th ranked commandy. Wow. Yep. So, that alone... Honorary spicy. That's that's a couple of points just for that. Yeah. Jank ass, nameless inversion and grandeur combos. Honorary spicy. Yeah. So, even if you do switch it out to be his more degenerate self and do core lash, he's only like one hundred and three lists. So. Yeah, for sure. And if you do that, you still have jank ass combos. Yeah. So. Honorary spicy because we are playing a ton of tutors in the list. Yeah. I think. That there are seven tutors in the list, That's which lots. is far more than you and I normally run, but this is the arc of audience, and we want to feature things that our audience like. Yep. It turns out they're tutors. That's <laughs> one of the things. So you punch it all into the spice calculator with an average CMC of 3.42, uniqueness rating of 25. So that's cards in this list that are different than the stock list on EDH Rec. You got 25 different cards. You punch it all in, spice rating of 28. Ouch. Ooh, those tutors, they get you. Every time, <laughs> They get man. you every time. Oh, dude. 
Yeah. You know what I like? I just thought of this too is like if you wanted to cut all the tutors, that's probably the wrong decision. But yeah, the deck would not run nearly as good as all the tutors. Sidisi and Razaketh both have sack attached to their body. So you could use them as your sack outlet for your death render combo and just tutor your whole deck. Yeah. Um, sorry, Razaketh, you lose two life every time. But you, like whatever, you just tutor like 20 cards. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably fine. <laughs> yeah, it's probably if, I can, okay. if I can search for 20 cards and put them into my hand, that's like... Yeah, it's probably medium. It's, it's probably... It's just fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably win just fine. Yeah, I'll probably win like the next turn. <laughs> it took me a minute to register that and I was like wait a second no you wouldn't you'd win that turn you win right then <laughs> that's a list what a list I what a ride I love it I love mono black combo decks I love decks that can kind of use combos in weird ways like the Archfiend of Ifnir to uh, to just one sided board wrath to keep the deck clear just by synergying you don't even need to full on combo those are always cool, yeah. Just incidental interactions that are really good. Yeah, and then just like lots of jank ass, like discard your whole hand type cards, yeah. like null brooch. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine getting null brooched? Null broached? Yeah, that'd be awful. Can, can that'd, you imagine? That'd be awful. Oh, I've never had it happen to me, but I'm, I'm sure the day will come where somebody's just like, "Oh, I'll just discard my whole hand, counter your whatever." It count, F your cyclonic rift. Oh, bud. love it. <laughs> Get time walked essentially. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Give us um give us a dark rundown. Thank our gracious sponsors and give us your final thought of the day one more time. Okay, that is episode 120 of Commander Cookout Podcast, proudly sponsored by face2facegames.com, Canada's biggest game store where you can go and get cards from The Dark, which we'll be giving away at the end of the arc if you go to our iTunes page, leave us a review, leave us a uh Sweet comment, help us get the show out there. Or if you share the show in any other way with stickers, t-shirts, tattoos on your body, show them to people, send us the story, we'll get you entered into the hat for a draw of the entire dark. And if you want to buy some dark cards and are not lucky enough to win the, the draw, which you totally will be, a like, a share, a smash of the like button on our YouTube page will get you entered in to win some foil bag cards from me or if you head on over to face2facegames.com set it up an account leave a comment on one of our videos or stuff or podcasts there let them know brando and ryan sent you we'll get you entered in to win a 25 dollars credit from face2facegames.com how was that <laughs> i was looking at my phone and i looked up because you paused and then you gave me a dot com <laughs> is that is it no uh, I'm going to keep working on it. I don't know if you can maintain that pitch over the next 120 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep I'm going to keep working on it. So those are our contests, those are our giveaways. Run free, enter in if you feel like it and we thank you graciously and all the time for all of the support that you've given us over the last 120 episodes. As far as this deck goes, I really enjoy it. It is more Ryan's speed cuz it's a mono black combo deck that runs his favorite card in history. But I do really like decks like this that do creative things in kind of wonky janky ways i love seeing that i like playing against it i don't even care if i get comboed out by decks like this because it's like i can't even believe that you just did that i can't believe that just fucking happened that's what i say grandeur i will always vote for your deck is the most fun if you play something like this so if we're bumping in gp vegas you're playing something like this and you win you got my vote speaking of gp vegas i think we're going to maybe talk about our plans for it on the next episode of commander cookout podcast hit our theme song 